Good morning, Raboisai. Lilu Nishmasimim Rossi Rusmas Mordechai. Shh, guys. What's Simcha in the room? Unbelievable. Hayoim, Shisho Shleshim Yoim, Shem Hamishosh of Ois, Vyoim Echod Boimer, or La Oimer. Yeah, I got it. Today's cheer is sponsored by Jonathan Stefanski. With Shevach Bahidol, Akosh Borchu, sponsoring today's cheer in honor of the engagement of our son Boaz Yehuda. Why aren't you listening? You need to be listening to every word. His son is engaged. His son is engaged. Boaz, Yehuda, Tesara, Lubetsky of Ofakim, daughter of a Magichir. And beschos the shiduchim of our daughters, Esther, Bela, Bad Brochen, Shira, Huva, Bad Brochen, the Korev, Mamish. Also sponsored by Rumi Feld. Rabbi Isai, Yaakov. Imi Mirosi Yehudas Bas Reb Aaron Dova Koyen. Today's year is sponsored by Ellie Neuberger. Their four shlemer for Tinoch Ben Penino Esther. Dedication for the holiness shamas of the Miron tragedy and refuah shlemer for the injured. Teirasei Mogin Lanu Himirasei Nenu Hu Yamlitz Toivoleinu Adinenu Bar Yechoi. Right at this very moment, I heard that Yosef Israel Ben Chaya Michal, the kid. That lives right up the block over here on the lave, who is in a critical condition, is going into surgery. So the oilum should have him in mind. Yosef Israel ben Chaya Michal. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, I mentioned that Chaim Rak, who is Nifter, 19 year old, also lives literally one block away from the base measure here. Mendy Arabach, who's sitting right next to me here, is very, very friendly with the family. His wife's store is in the same building as. Chaim Kormelus Nathu, I mentioned it also, you weren't here, sorry. You need to be here every day, Nachman, every day. So it's very, at the, at the Shiva, at the Shiva, the father said, he said, why is it that we have to wait until somebody's nifter to, to appreciate the person and say shvach about the person? How come I didn't pick up the phone once in a while and call up my son and say, you know, I appreciate you for who you are? It's an unbelievable Mr. Haskell. The the other thing I saw yesterday was a father. What was his name uh, from Bnei Brak? Anybody remember the name? Chiyot, Chiyot, thank you. He was in a wheelchair and he gave a hespid. And he said, he said, Rabbi we're so few people. The Jews are such a small percentage, percentage of this world. Yet we have so much infighting. Let's stop the fighting. Let's have Aschinam. Let's bring on. No chilonim, no datilumi, no this kippah, that kippah. Those were his words. Yesterday. All right. Spant uh, email. Josh Strook. Good morning, Rivelli. My name is Josh Strook. I try to watch the DAF live. Listen to this. 11.15 p.m. Texas time, as I live in Dallas. Because of your share of now my... First Gemara since elementary school. No, when is elementary school? Doesn't say exactly. Well, I finally comprehend what goes on at the base of Migdosh because each one has one strike. Second strike, 
because of your visual aids. Anyways, I would recommend the stick like the Rebbe's used in Bar Park in the 70s when I went to Torah SMS. So, in the 70s, he was in Torah SMS, and he hasn't, he, this is the first time he owns a Gemara since the 70s. See the math. <sighs> he went to, you mean after, after. Wow, Doylem is mamish, what is this? Gifts, gifts. This one is from, I don't know if he wants me to say his name. It says, Lightman, A. Lightman from Lakewood, New Jersey. First of all, I must thank the Chevra that have made the big recent publicity push for Yishir. To be honest, I was one of those that was very disinclined to learn Daf Yoimi. I told myself various reasons among them that I, I like to learn more in depth with Gemara Rashi Taisvis. Well, Yishir on the first day of Yuma, when you knock down the excuses not to learn the Daf, convinced me to give it a try and I'm hooked. Here we are, 20 Daf in, and I haven't missed a day. So, Rabid, another 10 days. Basically, you're going to lock it in. And then 30 days after that, 60 days, you're goner for, your, for life. You'll never miss it. It'll become such a habit. It's unbelievable. I'm not giving up my, I've not given up my, my regular limud. I've just added that yoimi and squeezed it into my schedule as I've learned in some other emails. You hear Yaakov? He learned from other emails that learning the daf, those, I point to you because you're anti-emails in the beginning of the daf. So this I'm saying again, he learned from these emails. Learning the daf actually makes you more time efficient. And you can find more time. He's probably quoting that Lubavitcher and other people. The other reason I'm writing is about the article Gemara offer. I would really like to benefit from it. However, I really own a Yuma volume one. <laughs> so I was wondering if you guys, not, I know it's not you specifically, would be kind enough to send me volume two in Hebrew, please. No, it's very nice. I, I'm happy he asked, and I'm sure the guys, I'm sure Yossi Klein will be happy to send them a Gemara, volume two. Why not? Spreading Torah. He should, mm, no problem. Send them a Gemara. Yossi, you're listening? Send them a Gemara. I sent them to someone that was linked to the offer online, but haven't received a response. Chutzpah. Okay. I'm going to speak to Yossi Klein myself. Good, listen, he's from, he's like, what he needs a Gemara. Uh, if, oh, I have to read this. I know we're late. Double address. OMG. I loved your Hafina demo. The reason why I'm reading is because David address had a granddaughter. So Mazel Tov to him. Doesn't say it in the email, but he did. I, it reminded me. I have to read this. So awesome. Keep up the amazing work. And thank you for all the time you spent preparing, prepping for the daf. I can't even, can't even imagine countless hours you put in. It shows it's gishmak to do the daf with the rebelli, he says. Good job, it is. All right. And here, one more. These are two youngsters that watch the daf every single day on Zoom. We, the CEO, Yoel Bergman from Chicago, he probably holds the records of drinking the most Slurpees. <laughs> Dr. Shom Aleichem. Wow, what a surprise. Geschmack to see you. Ah, you said you're coming back. I, I wasn't sure. Now I What? You haven't missed a day since Brachas Daf Beis. Unbelievable. Wow. Thanks for coming. Wow. And Gedalia Sasnik from San Francisco Bay. Every day. There's a minute. If you go on Zoom after the he says, Rebelli, when are you coming to San Francisco? Every single day. All right. Today is that Chav Bays. Yeah. Daron uh, Kormluth, who sits here every single day and took care of Mando, the, the grand dog. And because of him, I was able to go to America. 
Unfortunately, his father was nifter today, just a few hours ago. So uh, we'll give the Olam the uh, information in terms of Shiva and, and things like that. He's in America right now. In Montreal, sorry. Anywhere in, out, out of here, yeah. We're starting a brand new parak, brand new sechta. Today's official Mishnah is sponsored anonymously for Shidduch Vidvara Bas Leo Gittel. We're talking about Trumas Hadeshen, as we spoke about yesterday. Every day, early in the morning, before morning, they take a shovel of the ashes off the Mizbeach and they put it in this 10 amas off the ramp, right around over here in a box, and it gets dissolved into the ground according to Rashi. Don't use up your first question already. And when there's many, many koyhanim, what do you do? Hold on, gotta get my thing. It's in here somewhere. This is the famous Mishnah that they had a race. If there were many koyhanim, they would see who wins the race, and whoever wins the race gets to do the Trumas Hadashan. Take this one for now. This is the Gershon Ben Moshe one that's not finished yet. They run up the, the ramp. Now, when they reach four Amis before the end, as we're going to see in the Gemara exactly where the end is, there's a little gap here, by the way, between the Kevesh, the ramp, and the Mizbeach. Four Amis within that, about eight feet approximately before that, the race is over. What? Which other side? They ran this way. On this side, what about all the people? There's a lot of people. It's a big race. There's a lot of people. It wouldn't be fair if they all stood in a row and ran up to Mizbeach. I mean, so I don't understand exactly what's so up. This guy is a super athletic. Usain Bolt always wins. Gets to do Trumas Adashan. Whatever. Maybe, maybe. Okay. So, but all the strong. I'm just thinking that in those days, the. The Tamil Chacham were always the strongest ones. They were part of the the Gibarim and the Mulchama. Chalakayim is chaveri b'arba amazachah. B'moyu shneiem shavim. And if they they're equal, there was a tie. Hamemuna oimer lehem hadzbiu. The one in charge of the lottery, he tells them. Oh, I didn't print it at the end. Okay, I did some uh, changes over here. But here they stand in a circle. And I just made an X here, but I, I did a real one. They basically one guy takes off his hat, as we're gonna see, and they all stick out one finger, as in the picture. Yoni, I had once a picture from Yoni where he did it with the hat off and he's holding the hat. And then he picks a number, let's say he says a hundred, and he starts counting from the guy in the hat, and he goes around. And obviously there's less than hundred people there. If there's a hundred, then you have to pick another number, three hundred. You just keep on going until the last finger and the last finger wins. So the, the Mishnah says, either one finger or two fingers. But you can't use a thumb, as Gemara is going to explain, because then you could cheat. The Kayim might count your thumb as the second to last, and then your finger, and you'll go like this, and then he gets your finger. And you, when it comes to, to Dvarim Shemikdusha, people also used to cheat. It's not even a monetary gain, it's a mitzvah gain, but you did a lot of cheat for mitzvahs. But that's what people do. 
I don't know if there's a person in the world that doesn't know this Mishnah, famous Mishnah. There was a tie going up the ramp. And one of them pushed the other guy, gave him a little elbow and shoved him right off the ramp. Again, he's doing it for HaGosh Baruch It's all the Shem Shemayim. And broke the guy's leg. Huh? Offensive foul. What was the question? Of course. And he did it with Kavana. He did it with Yeah, exactly. This is getting out of hand. You need a lottery. There's four lotteries, as we explained. They could have done all four in one shot, but they wanted to make a matzav out of it. They wanted to bring everybody together and do it again and again, make it an exciting event. This was for the Truma Sadesh, was the first avoid in the day. So this is the first lottery. Says the Gemara of Amikara, my time I look the other three, there's always lotteries. Why all of a sudden here, when it comes to Trumas Hadeshen, no lottery and it's a race? Where else do you have a race in the Torah anywhere? Nobody's going to come. Who's going to come for Trumas Hadeshen? Do a little Trumas Hadeshen? So they figured, because it's the nighttime, given the Chazal Kosov, also they said, people were coming, now they were coming, they were fighting and shoving each other off the ramp to Kino so that's why they established their lottery. You have a carbon after you do the shechita, zrika, kabbalah, zrika, kabbalah, elacha, zrika. Finally, you have to take the proper limbs and put them on the zbech. And that could be also at night. Also, not only at night, it's not a void of slayla, but you could put it on at night. And there's a lottery. So you see, that even though it's nighttime, people are machshavit and they, they go for it. And should be a lottery. Says the Gemara, so if I avoid the Yamamahi. No. The Avarim is the, the last avoida of the carbon that takes place during the day. So it's really considered a day avoida. So this is a day avoida that has chashivas and people fight over it. But this is a night avoida. We thought that people don't really care about something that happens at night. Says the Gemara, Ainami, Tchilas avoida the Yamamahi. This is also. A daytime avoda. Yes, you do it during the night before it turns light, but it's for the daytime. I'll prove it to you. It also means raglov, of course. So you do one of these. We have we have one, right? You sure? Somebody, Hillel, you want to get you want to get this? Why not? If we have, we might as well use it. This is the kiyar. You can see over here. There's a giant wheel, and it goes into the ground overnight to keep it cool. So. Uh, this is not as impressive as this. Take, put it back. We'll see it for a second. Okay, great. The point is, this is machlokes here. There's a concept called lina, something that's left over in the base of overnight becomes puzzle. So if a person washed his hands and feet and and became he did it at night and became daytime, it's daybreak. Does the day ruin his? Washing of his hands. We have this similar shaila in in, uh, in uh, Negelvasser. It says I'm in the morning. You wash your hands. Is it the day that causes it? Let's say you wash your hands at night and then it became day. Do you have to wash again? Is the ruach ra? Is it similar? But not not really. So Rebbechin says like this: Lemochar ain't sarch 
if you wash your hands and you had a mind to do the Trumas Hadeshen, so even according to Rebbe, who holds that you have to wash your hands again, in this case, you don't have to wash. These are the words that are important. Mitchilas Avaida. He proves from this word here, Mitchilas Avaida, that, that Trumas Hadeshen is Tchilas Avaida. Removing the ashes from the Mizbeach is the beginning of the Avaida of the day. So, what's Trumas Hadeshen? Is it a night Avaida or a day Avaida? It's the beginning of the day Avaida. So, people should be all excited about it and they should do a lottery. Why in the world did they say have a race? Says Gemara, okay, one Teretz says, that's not what it meant over here. It meant to say, It's not the beginning of the Avaidah. He washed his hands for an Avaidah. Not that is the beginning of the Avaidah. Not, not that it's the beginning of the day, but he did it to begin with for the Avaidah. It's not the beginning of the day, it's to begin with. That's one Teretz. No, we're not going to change it around. It means it's the beginning of the day. You're right, it's the beginning of the day. But this is what happened. In the beginning they thought, who's going to get up early in the morning? It's very difficult to get up. Not only did they get up, but a lot of people got up. And there's a whole, I don't want to use the word rampage, stampede, whatever, not so good. On the ramp. So Rabbanon said, nobody caught on. Only you. So Rabbanon said, let's go. Let's go with the lottery. Fine. So Gemara is saying, well, when do you do a varm? At 12 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the morning. So people like to sleep then also. Says the Gemara, the Avi's answer, Shani Migna Mimekam. That what? You have a teenager. A lot of people have teenagers here. We know. It's very simple. It's very easy to stay up through the night. Let's see them get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's the Chachma. All right? What did I write here? Oh. Like I saw in Rabbi Yitzchak Sefer, he says, if a person wants more Shachos Rosh Hashanah, he could either stay up late at night and say a lot of Tehillim, or get up early in the morning. What should he do? Says from here you see, to force yourself out of bed is much harder, and you get more schusim for that. All right, but the kanto lahach gisa have What? The reason why we're doing we're doing this whole goyrol is because there was a sakana on a ramp because of this. There's another reason, says the Gemara. The kanto lahach gisa have it. was for another reason. The sanyo mish zochah b'tshumas adeshen yiska b'sidu marocha u'b'shnei gzirei etzim. This is a very important avoda. You do a Trumas Hadeshen, and not only that, in addition to that, you get to set up the whole Marocha. If you see it over here, you might be able to see it better here. But this is the Marocha. There's three Marochas. Here's this side, on the right side is where they put the Kurbanas. Over here, you have four, the Ketores, and the, the third one. Fine. We're going to get into at a different time. Thank you. You see over here, in the picture, here he is. The guy that does, that does Trumas Hadashen, he's able to bring the long wood that they're the size of the actual Marocha, these, these, uh, these logs, thank you, the size of the Marocha, whatever the size is. And then in addition to that, he also gets to do Gizrei Shnei Gizrei, two smaller pieces of wood that he puts on the fire. Once there's already a fire, he puts it on. 
So that's three avoiders total. Trumas Adeshen, to set up the Marocha and to put wood on the Marocha. So once it's Chashuv, one of the, the, the terrorists in the beginning was, it's not such a Chashuv, it's, yeah, it's Trumas Adeshen, nobody cares about it. It's very Chashuv. Everybody comes going. Omer Avashi, you're right. You have to understand the history. In the beginning, they thought nobody's going to come for this. It's not going to be a fight. Whoever comes first, shows up, asks the coin for permission to do the Trumas Adeshen, go ahead, do it. Given the Chaz, the Kaz of Asu, but, uh, the Kaasu, the people, they saw that they're coming, Va'asu, now they sakana, now therefore they're coming to sakana, the Gino Paiso. So therefore they established the lottery. Here the Gino Paiso, Layasu. But once it's a lottery, you have one in a, a thousand chance of getting to do Trumas Hadeshan, and for that you're going to get up at four o'clock in the morning and drive to Yushalayim and park all the way by, uh, where is it over there? Mamila, and then walk, and it's not worth it. Amri Mia, by the way, for the for that shir that we're doing in uh, not this coming Friday, next Friday, the Friday after that, the Beis Hashem will be transportation, door to door service, huh? I don't know. We're gonna try to get the bus all the way into the Kaisel. Maybe we know the rub over there. How did the Kinelu Mishe Zochem Jumsa Adesh and Yiske Besidur Marocha Ubishne Gizri Eitzim? So listen, they upped it a little bit. It's not a lottery for a thousand dollars. Now you're talking about a million dollars. Oh, a million dollars, you get the, the Trumas Adeshin, you get the Eitzim, you get the Gizri Eitzim. Now it's already worth taking that chance of maybe walking and getting up early. In order that they should come and be part of the lottery. Says the Mishnah, there was a race when there's a lot of people. Amrav Papa. Pshitali just goes through the, the common sense here, just going through the steps. Obviously, the race wasn't on flat ground. Why? Because it says, unfortunately, the Mishnah Rotsen, Vailam, but Kevishnan. Okay. It was up the Reb. Kamaisen Ami Loi can't be the four first Amis of the Reb. Loi Misayim and Milso. No. Kamaisen Loi Rotsen, Vailam, but Kevishnan. Vahadr Kalakhoidim es Chaveroi. So first they went up, and then afterwards they got to the four Amis. But it's two steps, it's not the first four Amis. The bain and the bain nami loy can't be in the middle of the of the mizbeach somewhere. What? Because it doesn't go in order. It should say the first four, and then they went up. Not they went up. They already went up. They're already running, and then it's the the, the four amas. The bain and bain nami loy the lemisayim milsa. It doesn't it doesn't really mention the mishnah a spot on the mizbeach on the kevesh somewhere in the middle. So pshitali the gabim mizbeach tenan. It's all the way to the top. Bara papa. However, he has a question. Oh. I don't, need, I don't think I need oh, Ms. Baer for this. So this is the picture from Kalashon, but I thought we could do a little better than this. Here, this is what I was about to get away with. There's a little orange here and blue. I, I think we did a little better here. Here. This picture, although it's not 100% clear, this is, I took it off with a camera from the Oizvadr. But you could see, I did the green here, so you could see that there's an ama worth of the soivav. Around there, this is where the koyhanim walk. The kevish was over it, so you lose an ama. And also, there's an ama here, although there's not a real base, but the base goes on the other side. So, it includes the base. So now the question is, Rapapa says, do I go from this blue line to the top, to the mizbech, which is four amas? But that includes... Two Amas that are not part of, of the Mizbeach, really. Or do I distance it six Amas from the end? 
not including these two Amas. So does the race end by the red line or does the race end by the blue line? Is it six Amas from the top or four Amas? The Mishnah says four Amas. It's going back there. Okay, very simple now. Is the race, does the race end here or does the race end here? The Mishnah says four Amas. Yes, I agree it's four Amas, but not including these two green things. So we have to push it over here. And now we turn to the Chav Beis, Omud Beis. What? Not in the middle of a word. And now we just turn to Chav Beis, Omud Beis, sponsored for Shidduch, for Shendel Rochel, Bas of Ram Tzvi, and for Shidduch, for Estet Dvora, Bas Leigitl, and Dvora, Bas Suri, and Lili Nishmas, all the victims of the Miron tragedy and Rafur Shleima for all those who are still need a Rafur from the Miron tragedy and the, all the families should have an Achama, all the Yisoyimim, all the Almanas, all the siblings, unbelievable. If there's a tie, I forgot to mention when we we're learning the Mishnah, it says in the Mishnah that if there's a tie, he does a, a, a lottery. To who? To those two? No. You do it again. <laughs> Why? Very poshut. If there's two people, picks a number. Pick any number. If he says 56, then it's going to be the second guy. If he says 57, it's going to be the first guy. Even is always going to be the second guy. So he could just say, go, you. He just pointed at a guy. It has to be a lottery. It has to be, he doesn't know. He can't be Negev Bedover. So you have to put everybody right back into the lottery. Yeah, but you don't count it to. When a person puts out two fingers, he's asking you a question. We're going to see. When a person puts out two fingers, it only counts as one. He can put as many as he wants. There's some people that are just too weak. They, they don't know how to go like this. They can't do this. They're too old, whatever it is. By the way, these people that are very weak runners, you know, the, the, the guys in basketball, they're always in the back of the court, they come hoping that there's going to be a tie and then they can do a lottery. They know they're not going to win the race. What are you coming? You're the slowest guy on the court. But you're like, why is this old guy that can't, the Gemara says, he doesn't have to go like this. So why is he cut? He's not going to be able to race because he's hoping there's going to be a tie. <laughs> they start and they're going... <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Did I make a brach on this? I did? Thank you. What happened? There's going to be a whole thing, yeah. Says Gemara, He tells him, stick out your fingers. And that's how we're going to count you. So this is the famous, famous concept. Everybody knows this in kindergarten. And here's the source. You're not allowed to count people in Kalah Yisrael. That's why they say, You don't say one, two, three, four, five. It's an Isser. Not only is it, it's a Deraisa. You ever knew that? So Shaul, in his first war, he wanted to see how many soldiers he has. So instead of counting them, he's going for mitzvah, he's going to war to save Kalah Yisrael. So what did he do? He had every soldier take a piece of broken cheres and throw it in a pile. And they counted 300,000 pieces of broken shards. And there was 30,000 
from Yehuda. Those were the elite soldiers, the Golanis, the Duvdevan of, of, of those days. 300,000. That's how I mean, why don't they just, it's a lot simpler. You go into war, we got to move. One, two, three, four, five, and start counting. Not allowed to do it. He went through the trouble because it's also to count. Who told you? It's a great kasha. Bezek in Hebrew is a telephone company. So who, to, right? who told you Bezek means broken shards? Maybe it means a name of a place, a name of a telephone company. How do you know what Bezek means? It, ma- it makes sense. He counted them in a city called Bezek. Not with broken shards. This is actually a place called Bezek. You're right. Next war, Shaul went, and instead of counting them with pieces of shards, he counted them with sheep that he owned. Can you imagine the, the, how difficult it is? He tells every soldier, and this time there's 200,000 soldiers, they realize they don't need that much. They're better prepared. Only 300. 210,000 Golanis is enough. 200,000 sheep. So come into my barn, each soldier grab a sheep, put it in a circle. And they counted 200,000. To go through that instead of going one, two, three, because of the Isser of counting. Let me ask you, Shiloh, are you allowed to go in a basic forest and count the graves? Count the graves. The dead. The people are dead already. Have you ever seen graves with numbers on them? It should be numbers, a number system. 18th Avenue by 47th Street. You know, it's very, it says Ramosh Feinstein Saucer. Why? Loig Larash. When he's alive, you're not allowed to, and now he's worthless. You could count. That's what Ramosh Feinstein says. That's why you'll see. No, in basic words, there's no numbers. They have numbers in the bank, is what you mean. <laughs> another $35,000 for this group. Another. You can't count it. So you're. I was wondering, like in the Levites, they go, you know, there's 100,000 people in Levaya, but they, they, that's an approximation. What about the dead at Miron? 45 dead. You allowed to do that? According to Ramosh, might be. It's probably not. Okay. Not, not the same thing. What? So. They counted one, two, three, four, five. That's counting. That's another question. What, what does Hoshia Samecha help you? Hoshia Samecha. Samecha means three. Uvarach is four. So what's the difference? You say one, two, three, four. You say Hoshia Esa. Whatever. Hoshia Esa. Yeah. Not one, not two, not three. Why is that not counting? And saying it in English is counting, and saying it in Hoshia Samecha language is not. I don't know. Okay. You're over in two, not one. Because continue the pasuk. Shenem aliyim avlo yisafer. Omer b'shmuel barachmeni. Reb Yonason Rami. Reb Yonason had a contradiction. Siv. V'hoyom b'avnei Yisrael kichal ayom. They're going to be like the sand. In other words, you can count sand. It's very difficult, but it's countable. Uchsiv asher aliyim avlo yisafer. You can't count it. Like Asher. Two tirutzim. Kavis man Yisrael oisim mitzoni shemakoim. Kavis man sheein oisim mitzoni shemakoim. If they do, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will, you won't be able to count them. Some say it's talking about Ruchnius. The Ruchnius won't be able to be counted. Rabbi Omar Meshum Rabbi Yoisi ben Destoy, like Asha. Kambi de Odom, Kambi de Shemaim. In Shemaim they can count whatever they want. Humans cannot count. Omar Rabbi Eloi, Baridi Omar Shmuel, in the name of Shmuel. Kiven Shinismano Odom Parnas al Tzibur. When a person becomes, he's 
He's, uh, what's the word? They, uh, appointed. Appointed a leader. Appointed. <laughs> a leader. Miss Mani becomes a leader. Miss Asher. He becomes wealthy. And we had the Svar before. I forgot the second Svar. The Svar that a leader has to be wealthy so that you can't bribe him. You can't, oh, and he can give muster to people. He doesn't, he has, he has the, the power to, 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 to give muster. He's not, he's not scared of anyone. Mikar Babazik. Look at Shaul. First, he was, when he started off, his first war, he used shards, broken shards. Then he had 200,000 sheep at least. So you see that he became wealthy. The Dilma Medihu, maybe it was theirs, and came my Revusa Dumilsa. So then what's the difference? Why do, we, why do you use shards once and, and sheep the next time? He was trying to show, look, you do the right thing, you become, you become the leader, you do, you, bec- you become wealthy. So it says that Shaul fought with Amalek in the, in the Nachal. In the, what is the Nachal River? What? Nachal is not really the valley. The stream, the Nachal, the valley and the stream. The stream and the valley. Omer have money. happened over there? That when Shaul, we know the famous story, he didn't kill Agag. But what, what was he thinking? So the Gemara says, he made a, a calculation as follows. Akash Baruch Hu commanded him kill everyone. Everything and everyone. The animals, the, the children, the women, everything. Don't have Rechmanas. B'Shashem Al-Akash Baruch Hu L'Shol. Leich V'Ki says, HaMolek, Omar, Uma Nefesh Achas, Omer Toyerov, Egla Arufa. If you find a dead person between two cities, and you don't know who killed him, so the, you measure in the closest city, they bring a calf, and they do this. One of my favorite pictures. When you're sick of it, let me know. We won't show it anymore. I have to do another one. Combination. He even has trailers, the whole thing. You do Egla Rufa for one human being. That's not even your fault. He was murdered. Okay. Over here, you don't think Akashbarak is going to have a taina on us that we killed all these innocent people? We should save the sheep, save the Mafarjan, we should save the best of the sheep to bring Karbanas to atone for our sin of killing all these innocent people. It can't be that you could just go ahead and kill people. And get away with it. It doesn't make sense. Okay, so, so the people, they were showing my ruin, but what did, the, what did the animals do? We have to have mercy on the animals. Okay, so the adults sinned, but why should we kill the children? Don't be such a tzaddik. What happened because you're such a tzaddik and had Rahmanis in the wrong place? Haman. Haman Arasha was born from that night. And look at the tsar that he caused Klai Yisrael. Almost destroyed the entire Klai Yisrael. There's a street here in Bechemesh called Nitiv Lamrei. It's a famous street, a famous story, but it's Kedai to say. There's 35 soldiers that were going towards the Gush. It's right here. They're going towards the Gush. And they bumped into an old Arab shepherd. And they had a little huddle, and they said, you know, he's old and frail. Let's not kill him. So they didn't kill him. They had Rahmanas on him. And they kept on going. And the Arab turned around, ran home, and told all his friends. And they ran after them, and they killed all the 35 Jewish soldiers. Ambushed them, killed them, and because of that, it had a domino effect because they were going to help another, uh, the Gush, and they needed ammunition. And it was a mess because they had Rahmanus in the wrong place. Hishbarchu gave Rahmanus, and he gave Achzarius. These are two midas that we have to use. This is an argument that I have with a certain person that I might be married to. Uh, I say, <laughs> see, 
when you have Rachmanus and you don't punish, it, it comes from a weakness. It comes from a weakness. You are being achzer to the kid. The kid is going to grow up not knowing the right thing. It's not a kunz. To every parent doesn't want to punish the child. Spoil. Spear the rod. Spoil the child. All right. It hasn't worked. Anybody knows a little trick, a little a better argument? Let me know. <laughs> and not in front of her. Okay. The little red sticker. When you use it or you don't use it? <laughs> oh. Uh, no, my parents didn't use it. That was the Rebbe. All right. Uh, what about Irnoivakayanim? They, they hid David Melech. They thought David Melech was doing a, a good thing, Shaul the king. And then Daig went and, 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 and told on them, and Shaul said, Go kill them all out. It's a big chet against Shaul. But look, all of a sudden he didn't use Rahmanis. When are you supposed to use Rahmanis on the Koyhanim, the Yidin? All of a sudden he's not a, he's not a Tzadik Haribis. So calls like a Shtach. Over there, your tzaddik harbe, over here, al tirsha harbe. Omer avuno, kamo licholi, vili margish, gavro de mori saye. If a person, it's not a person that he has a kajborhu, the mori saye, he has a kajborhu, he's with a kajborhu, then he doesn't feel he's not sick, he doesn't, he's not worried, doesn't have pain, nothing. Says Gemari, you see this, shol ba'achas valsaloi. Shaul sinned one time and it cost him his life and his kingdom. David David sinned twice and he didn't die and he didn't lose his kingdom. So over here you see a tremendous insight in life. A very big insight. Shaul was born perfect. He was a perfect human being. You know, a lot of times people say, Oh, look at that guy. Such a Balmidas. Unbelievable. Look at that Nova and the, he's quiet. I'm never going to spoil from that. That's how the guy was born. So what? The guy was born seven feet tall. Wow, look how tall he is. Unbelievable what he did. He didn't do anything. He's born a Balmidas. The consist of a person is born with ADD and a Meshuggah and he's running around and he's still nice. That's a Kunz. Oh, that I'm going to spoil from. David Melech didn't have these Milas. He's born with flawed Midas. So HaKosh Baruch Hu was done him in a whole different way. Yishai was his father, never sinned. Yeah, that's something else. David Amelech himself, Yishai thought of David as, uh, look at this guy. They didn't, they didn't think, what? I know, but I'm saying, that, that, I'm not saying this. This is the Navi says that. He didn't have, didn't have the best midas and he worked on himself. So Akash Baruch Hu judged him differently. It's very important to know this. Like the same, two people could do the same Avera. One person has the ability to be misgabar himself and he's not. Akash Baruch Hu is going to a whole different look. Person that has weaker personality, Akash Baruch Hu him differently. Same Avera. Same thing with the mitzvah. If a guy goes, well, so, uh, my, my dad, I'm not going to say specifically, but my father loves to learn. If he wasn't Jewish, he probably would have been a scholar. He likes math. He's not into sports. So it's not the biggest chachma. I mean, it's tremendous. He learns 15 hours a day. But a guy that learns an hour when he can't might have more schusim than this guy that learns 15. I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just saying a, a muscle. Yeah? So it's all dependent. Here you see him a furish in the Gemara. David sinned twice. Nothing happened to him. Have a little bit, whatever. But Shaul was on a much higher level. 
theoretically. He was born perfect. He was taller. He was the most beautiful. He was the this, the that. He was perfect. Sakush so Baruch Hu had to judge him differently also. Shol Bachas Mai, Agog. He let Agog live. Ask the Gemara, Voyika, Maisa the Noiv Yakuyanim. What about the whole sin of Noiv? On that, Akosh Baruch said, I regret that I made him a king, what he did. What are the two sins of David? Uriah, that he sent Bathsheba's husband to war. He wanted Bathsheba, but he sent him to war. It was a chet. He had to go to war anyway, how he did it, without asking. That he did, he counted Klai Yisrael. Counted Klai Yisrael. What about the actual fact that he married Bathsheba? Maybe even before Uriah died, yes, he gave her a get, but he married her. He got punished for that. We learned many times. Whoever says David Amel sinned with Bathsheba is, is making a mistake. It's a different thing that he did, maybe, because she actually had a get. She was divorced, but he shouldn't have. Yeah, but he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have married her so quickly. That uh, Nasan went to David and he asked him a question. He says, if there's a very wealthy person who comes to visit a very poor person, all that poor person owns is one sheep. And he steals a sheep and shechs it. What should happen? David says, kill that guy. So Nasan said, you're that guy. You're that guy. You took that one sheep from Uriah. And he had Harata right away. But he was paid four times. Four times of what he did. What happened? Yelled. Their first child, him and Bathsheba, died. Amnon, his own son, not only did he get killed, but he also raped Tamar. Tamar and Avshalom. Avshalom, famous Avshalom. He rebelled against his own father, and then he died. It was a tremendous sorrow for David. His death and the fact that his own son rebelled against him. He says, Gemara, Hosom, Nami Parimene, by the census also, they, they punished him. 70,000 people died because of David Amelech, because he took the census. You know what it did to him? He has this on his head. This, uh, this unbelievable 70,000 people. We didn't do anything to him. It was a mental thing. But it, nothing happened to his body. By Bathsheba also, it wasn't in his body. It didn't happen to him. It was his children. It was dead. No, there was an actual punishment that happened to himself. The Omer of Yehuda, Omer Av, Shisha Chadoshim Nitztara, David. David Amelch had Saras for six months. So it's on his body. Uparashu, Menus, Sanhedrin, everybody ran away from him. The Maral says over here that he had three punishments the physical, the Tsaras, the spiritual, and also the intellectual. The Shechina, the Sanhedrin, and Tsaras. The Chsib, Yeshuvali, Yireyecha, Yoyde, Yisecha. Please give me back my friends and the happiness, which you can't have shkina without happiness. But there's another Avera. He's with Kabbalah Shonara. What happened? David Amel was trying to find out if there's any descendants of Shaul that are left alive. And the slave Tziva told him, Yes, Mipibosh is alive. But he was a tricky guy, the Tziva. And he, so David Amel went and gave all of Shaul's possessions. <laughs> Billion dollars worth of stuff to, to one guy, Mipibayshis. Then, seems like David HaMelech took it back when he heard Lashon Hara from Tziva. So the Gemara says, no, He didn't accept it from Tziva. He, he divided. He said, you know, I'm not sure. And, and Mipibayshis said, no, Tziva's lying. Tziva said, he, he's trying to be more. 
So he gave it to both of them. So it seems like he was in Kabbalah Shonara. Shmuel says, no, he figured it out himself. It looked, it was weird the way Mephibosheth looked. He had long hair. So he thought he's rebelling. No, you could also answer that they punished David for that. When David told Mephibosheth, he punished Mephibosheth. Instead of him having a billion dollars, now he only has 500 million. Because he gave half of it to Tziva. That's a basket of armor. You know what? Your punishment is Who's going to take over your grandchild? Who's going to take over the Malchus? Not your grandchild, Rechavam, but it's going to be a split. Rechavam, your grandchild, your descendant, and the slave, Yeravam. So that's a, that's a Midah Kenegid Midah. You gave it to the slave, Tziva, half. I'm giving half of your Malchus to Yeravam. Says the Gemara Ben Shono Shol B'Malchai. So here the Gemara is going back. Don't think that Shaul was a bad guy. You have to understand who Shaul was. Meshich Mevamala, the, the Navi says. He was from his shoulders and up above everybody. What does it mean, Ben Shana? He was a year old when he became a king? No way. But he's like a one year old that didn't have any sins. Maybe he's like, he has diapers. He's full of, of tit and soya. They, gave him, they showed him, uh, he had a nightmare for saying this. Omar, so he realized, he tried to have Charal, he says, I'm answering to you the bones of Shol. It didn't help him, he had another nightmare. Once he said, you're the king, gave him the proper kavod, then he had no, no more nightmares. Have a wonderful day. so they do count them. There must be a Muslim. Uh, it's not the. You think that the guy from Zaka knows it's halacha and he doesn't count like this, he counts like this. What? Ramosha Feinstein's. You, find things. you learn new things every single day. Every day. Makore.